Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. LaFanya Jones, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapists. What we will be is down to earth, informative, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up the volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back to session 15, Watch Your Mouth. I absolutely enjoy that title. (laughs) (laughs) You better watch your mouth. (laughs) Okay, interns, grab your pen and your paper. Today, we're going to talk about the three styles of communication, assertive style, aggressive style, and passive style. So I would say before we jump into the types and, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of go detailing all of that. Yeah. Um, what have you guys found to be the hardest type of communication to deal with, whether professionally or personally? Hmm. So, okay. So before I answer your question, (laughs) you know, so for those of you out there as therapists, typically the, the style that we definitely teach about more is assertive style mm-hmm. because that's the healthiest one before we get into that. Mm-hmm. It's the healthiest one. And now we may dabble into the style that the person is actually currently mm-hmm. operating in, but we don't kind of go into like depth depth with that one. And so as I was doing my research to prepare for this <laughs> <laughs> session, I was like, oh my God. I think I've done all of those (laughs) throughout the years of my life. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, thank you for deliverance. (laughs) I think we all have. I I think Mm -hmm. that's just I think there's times where we're all toxic or dysfunctional and Mm -hmm. communication is going to suffer because of that. Um, To answer your question, Dr. Strickland, I think professionally and personally, the one that gets on my last nerve is a combination. It's passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, if you don't say what you are trying to say to me and stop <laughs> going around the bush and then you trying to stab me in my side and be nice at the same time. I don't like mm-hmm. that. Just that nice, one. nasty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't need all that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I would have to agree. Uh, passive aggressive. I will stop talking to you because I, I just need you to tell me what you, even if it's going to, even if it's going to hurt my feelings, just tell me mm-hmm. because it, cause one of the styles that I have been delivered from <laughs> <laughs> is aggressive. And I was thinking about that this morning. I was like, I have been an uh, aggressive communicator before in my life. And I, I can say I can toggle between the uh, assertive and aggressive communication style now, even though I, I catch myself more now when mm-hmm. I'm aggressive, but I noticed that when I have operated in the aggressive style, it's mm-hmm. a lot of times when someone has confronted me about mm-hmm. me offending them. Okay. Pr- a protective measure. A pr- yes. And so I now 
I realize is I'm not, this is how I'm able to operate, get out of the aggression and mm-hmm. operate in assertiveness because I then begin to think I'm not, I'm not angry because they told me I'm embarrassed. And so I've That's had to identify the real yeah. emotion. That's really yeah. good insight. And in terms, that is a great example of the difference between having a wall up and a boundary up. Cause that's a, you know, that's mm-hmm. a wall. Mm-hmm. If you, if you got your boundary up, you're like, Oh, she got me, mm-hmm. but uh-huh. let me process these emotions mm-hmm. and like respond in the correct way because it's not, uh, the intent is not to harm and the impact was not to, in, to harm in this situation. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I got to not do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got to make, especially because usually when it's someone you're close to, like if one of you were to come to me and say that, mm-hmm. you know, I've offended you or, you know, in some sort of way that yeah. would hurt my feelings, Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but that hurt back in the day would have came out. <laughs> as, what you trying to say? Exactly. Exactly. What you mean? That y'all just going to mm-hmm. be vulnerable. Like, me and Dr. Joes, we didn't have some, some words with each other <laughs> yeah. before. Not like we, crazy words, because I just don't have the energy half the time to do anything. But mm-hmm. we have had words before. But because Dr. Strickland be like, y'all gonna get this together? Yes, <laughs> fix this. Y'all yes. tripping? Because I'm passionate, she passionate, and we not saying the same thing, but saying the same thing. Exactly. <laughs> we we had to learn when each other's can we style. Get to that? <laughs> It was only the first year. Yes. Calm down. No, I'm talking about when you saying the same thing, oh, but not saying same the same, same thing. thing. Got you. Yeah. And it's like, you. wait, yeah. what? But you're both saying the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, she says that all the time. Yeah. Y'all saying the same thing. And then we'll just be like, oh, oh, okay. That okay. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but we've gotten way better now. We've had, oh, for and, sure. and the thing is we had to, it took us, us having a, a conversation over the phone mm-hmm. to talk about okay so when i'm doing that tell me so that i yeah. can stop and her doing the same thing yeah because i'm real go with the flow type of person so i just i'd be like it is what it is mm-hmm. i'd be okay i'd be strong <laughs> and i'm like but that don't really work when you in a business environment you need to it don't work in any environment but especially when you're in a business environment and for all of y'all don't know i'm not on the same level with them as far as business they're technically my bosses and the owners of balance beacon so you know i'm just like well just tell me what you want me to do i don't care like Mm. and that don't work because we have multiple relationships it's Mm -hmm. friendship in there as well and business partner and then bosses too (laughs) so (laughs) you know we love throwing the layers out there yeah it's a complexity so complex that's what i was ready to say it's so complex but nevertheless mm-hmm. we have w- definitely worked on the way yeah. we communicate with one another and we've always been open to yes. working regardless regardless of if there was an attitude or we was like i don't want to talk right now we've always talked mm-hmm. and so i can honestly say that that is a blessing because that's yes. not normal in most situations thank no, god we got uh therapeutic skills girl i was just saying i'm glad we're all therapists jesus could you imagine if we weren't but y'all know even in that yeah sometimes it can be true true but we also had a neutral party that was able to see both sides but Mm -hmm. and and call it out be like uh i don't think she meant it the way that you're taking it Mm -hmm. or you know that kind of thing yeah 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 so y'all welcome you thank you (laughs) 
appreciate you, doctor. How much do we? Uh, how much do we owe you? Oh, you gonna get a strawberry cheesecake? That's what you getting? You just owe me a lifetime of friendship. That's okay. All. I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> Teardrop. So, but I do want to kind of, you know, that was just my initial question. What about yours? Oh yeah, yeah. Be forgetting myself. I do. Um, I think I tend to bounce between passive and aggressive. Not necessarily. I don't would not ever consider myself passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I s- start off with very passive, mm-hmm. and I just kind of let stuff go when I let stuff go, and then I just immediately jump over into becoming aggressive. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's how I d- present myself. Mm-hmm. I start off extremely because I'm go with the flow person, yeah. passive, and then all of a sudden. I'd be like, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> and then I'm like, I got to kill you. <laughs> That's not healthy. You gotta mm-hmm. be like, you gotta work through that. And I think it's because I just have that chill mm-hmm. vibe. And mm-hmm. I'm like, everybody can't handle that side of me. Like, take mm-hmm. care of that side of me right. the way mm-hmm. it should be. But as far as like having to deal with, I have to say, I'm I can't stand passive aggressive people. Uh, as far as dealing with. Uh, I can't stand dealing with passive people. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's something that really, it just gets into my soul because it's such a slow process, and which is weird enough that I said my go-to is passive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't call me out on it though. Uh, because it's such a slow process mm-hmm. and I hate dragging things out of people. Mm. Like it really... Ooh, this is going to sound real bad. Like I can't stand when people talk really slowly or mm-hmm. like when they're really, st- you know, well, uh, I, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm dying on the inside. I'm like, can, can you just come on already? If you don't come in here and own this space, come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say in my pre my presentation of passive, it's not necessarily that I speak in a passive tone of mm-hmm. voice or use passive words. It's more that I don't communicate what's going on internally mm-hmm. and until it has built up and Bowls then, over. and then it, yeah, it becomes gotcha. like a pressure cooker. And then yeah. I just jump straight into aggressive, but it yeah. takes a lot for me to get there. And by the time I've gotten there, it's really hard to get me to come back. You done blacked out. Mm-hmm. And see, I think, (laughs) I think like when, when a situation is going on for me, like I, I know I can be aggressive, uh, an aggressive communicator. So I typically use people to like Dr. Strickland or Dr. Wall and talk through it first. Mm -hmm. And then when I go and present my case or whatever I need to do, that's how I'm allowed to be assertive, Mm, Yeah, you know, because obviously no one wants to be well for me i don't want to be an uh, aggressive communicator because there are are, definitely is bullying and i don't want to do that (laughs) right (laughs) and so i have to so that's i i have people in my circle who i know regardless of of how because they let me say it how i need to say it it don't Mm -hmm. matter how it sounds it can you know they just let me get it out so i have Mm -hmm. people around me that will allow me to do that without judging me Mm -hmm. you know and then then they'll say okay Mm -hmm. you get it out yeah so now let's let's talk reality because you can't say that that's not appropriate exactly (laughs) yes exactly i'm sorry no go ahead i just had an incident like that uh what was that friday 
Yeah, Friday, mm. something was going on with my phone. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I had to take it to Verizon. And my significant other was like, I need you to make sure <laughs> you stay calm when you go in there. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, if I have an issue, I'm going to call you. He said, yeah, but if you can't reach me, I need you to call Dr. Strickland. <laughs> Because she lives 10 minutes away from me, which is also five minutes away from the Verizon. I said, I'll be up there. And and so I was like, but I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be calm. I, you know, so I mm-hmm. I do. I have to go through that process so that I don't do that. Yeah. yeah. I think it's much easier for me. And y'all tell me whether this was right or wrong. In a professional setting, I think I default to assertive in professional. Uh, but in my personal life, I think I default to not addressing an issue and then again like I said once it's kind of layered up then I'll okay so now I'm about to blow up up on I you. agree with that I would agree with the exception <laughs> 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 of when she's communicating with me mm-hmm. all of my friends it same and you know what and I don't want I'm not a victim but <laughs> uh all of my friends who tend to be passive because I do have other you know mm-hmm. uh, girlfriends that are share that same personality it seems like you all may be that way except for when it comes to being with me <laughs> and I always ask that question why are you passive with everybody else but with me you like cut throat and just <laughs> tell it it's it's because we just giving back the energy giving us. <laughs> you know we just want to match and where you at yeah and that's what one of my girlfriends said she said because if I come tiptoeing around the tulip with you you're not gonna respect me yeah and so I can't mm-hmm. do you like that and so I, I do agree with you, but mm-hmm. except with me. Gotcha. <laughs> I think we all can think of people that in an unhealthy way, not mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what you're describing in an unhealthy way brings that out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like, who are you talking to? Right. Right. And that's why y'all be looking at me crazy sometime when stuff come out. You're like, oh, something happened because that that's not Dr. Wall. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who is that? Somebody. Right. Like, wait a minute. Oh, come. That, if you upset, come, come, come. Let's talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about this. Like, oh, sit down Lord. on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now that we've kind of gone through all of that, so I guess now for you guys, so you know what in the world we're even talking about. Uh, let's go ahead and go through and explain, um, so that they're familiar what these different types are. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's go with the two negative ones first or okay. dysfunctional ones first. And then in with the, the positive one. Yeah. Okay. You want to start? We can. Okay. Well, let's just go and start with passive. Okay. <laughs> Since that one's already there. Yeah. And the, the two that we're going to talk about or main categories that we're going to talk about first they're not healthy guys so don't try to be like oh yeah well this one sounds better no they're both wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> and they, they're not good for you so when you typically have passive communication um, some of the the main things that stand out is you tend to speak softly as dr strickland was uh explaining allow others to take advantage pri- uh, prioritize needs of others over your own poor eye contact looks down or away does not express one's own needs or wants and lacks confidence. Mm. Mm. <laughs> we feel seen. I know. I was like, ugh. <laughs> ugh. hearing that about yourself is like, mm. you know, people of, and I've said this before. I've not said it on the podcast, but people that know me like from a previous time in my mm-hmm. life that 
would be an exact description of who I was. Yeah. Mm. You know, that, you know, after a certain point in my life, I made some, you know, significant changes based off some things that kind of took place. But prior to mm-hmm. that, you know, I would have been described as a very kind of mousy, shy, timid, you know, individual, like cry mm-hmm. at the drop of a hat. Like mm-hmm. if you, even if I thought you were getting ready to, you know, yell at me, <laughs> high five across <laughs> the room, <laughs> like it would be like, <laughs> you know, like, so it's really hard to think about who you were mm-hmm. versus who you are and who you want to be mm-hmm. and how those three individuals can be so different yet. So alike at the same time. Yeah. And I honestly think as also being someone who, who would tend to lean towards passive communication that, um, it's not to say that you need to completely change who you are, because I think mm-hmm. there's, some great meek qualities in there but they can't be your defense tool when things don't feel great that you automatically like shrink into yourself like well you know it's whatever you want to do and we're not talking about like when you honestly don't care Mm -hmm. right you know but when it is like literally causing you internal pain and instead of recognizing that you're just saying okay I'm gonna go ahead and go with whatever this person does or whatever this person needs that's just not a healthy way to to live your life yeah no well it makes you invisible yeah Mm. you know you become versus being a driver in your own life you become a passenger in your own life which is not ever gonna work Mm -mm. yeah and that's not to one thing I do want to say is that not to say that the people who are taking advantage of you are all aware that they're doing that. Some people are really not trying to be mean or hurtful, but it's because of your stance in a lot of situations that it is going the way it is going. Mm. Well, you know, that goes back to what we talked about in boundaries that you, you know, teach people, Mm -hmm. you know, ways to treat you. Yeah. Yeah. So if I, mm-hmm. my default in a stressful situation or a high emotion situation is to back down and then allow the things around me to kind yeah. of flow as they will, then I'm teaching whomever is involved in that situation mm-hmm. that, you know, basically I would just do whatever to keep the peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you avoid confrontation, you know, mm-hmm. A lot of passive people, obviously, mm-hmm. from what y'all just said, too, is that they they don't like confrontation. It makes them very uncomfortable. And like mm-hmm. I said, they kind of just clam into themselves and just kind of become invisible. And it allows, especially when you have people around you that have strong personalities, mm-hmm. it allows them <laughs> to just kind of elevate, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know, because their personality is so big yeah. and so dominant, you know. and oh I'm almost cringing at saying this because I don't know if the way it's about to come out of my mouth is how I truly mean it but it allows you to play the victim as well Mm. you definitely can but I think playing the victim can go either way it can be on the passive side or the aggressive side oh for sure absolutely um I agree with you 100 Mm percent um but you know in the realm of passive Mm -hmm. you know I think it allows you because you don't have to take responsibility because yep. I've, I've given that over I to just did what they wanted me to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just took all of my words. Right. <laughs> so then when things don't go right mm-hmm. or I still feel, um, 
underappreciated or I still feel unheard or whatnot, you know, insert all of these descriptors. Again, it's not me taking responsibility for my own decisions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you should never Mm -hmm. be a martyr at the end of the day. Your life has to be the most important life to you. And that's not coming from a selfish place. That's coming from you are connected to everybody that you have chosen. And so if you are operating at a lesser place, how are you going to be able to show up for anybody else? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah, most definitely. And then the people around you begin to feel frustrated, like you were saying earlier, Mm -hmm. because it's like, what do you want? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it it can become like pulling teeth. Yeah. You yeah. know, because you're just, especially like you were saying, you know, uh, Dr. Jones with stronger personalities, mm-hmm. you know, if they're attempting to pull information out of you, mm-hmm. it does create this really unhealthy dynamic of, because even if that person doesn't have an aggressive style, mm-hmm. that person may have been assertive, mm-hmm. but because you're... Um, dedication to passivity can almost make them become aggressive yeah. mm. mm-hmm. because yeah. now they, they don't know what else to do. Their normal techniques, their normal way of communicating and trying to be open and democratic and all of these things are not working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. That is true. So insert frustration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I will, I, if now this is a positive for me, uh, I will say mm-hmm. that being around, you ladies <laughs> have it's definitely helped me to calm down and the reason I, I would say calm down and not become aggressive be, is because I want to be like I don't want to be aggressive mm-hmm. you know so I I know I have a big personality I know I have I can be aggressive and even if I'm um I'm a passionate person mm-hmm. and so my passion can definitely look like look very big and overwhelming to some. Mm. And so being around you ladies have definitely helped me to calm down a little bit because my personality can be so big. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. And I, I know that about myself. So. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We love a self-aware person. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But that I mean, that's kind of, yeah. Passivity in a nutshell. Yeah. And I think, um, Dr. Jones had some subcategories as well Mm -hmm. um, that you were telling us about. So was there one in uh, passive? Um, So it was submissive, but it was, it's very similar. Very So with submissive, um, the submissive style, this style is a people pleaser, uh, pleasing other people to avoid (laughs) conflict, Mm. (laughs) submissive communicate, communicators behave as if others needs are more important. Mm-hmm. Okay. and um, others have more to contribute. So they don't mm. want to voice what they think, believe, or feel because they think that the other person's um, views or contributions or whatnot is more important. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. think that goes to value. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you value about yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if you're if you don't think that you have anything to contribute, then, you know, there's this idea of worth that kind of comes along with that. Mm -hmm. And then again, you go back to that shrinking down because I don't have worth. I don't have value. Mm -hmm. So my, what I want and what I need or my ideas don't mean anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a prime example of that, that we kind of were dealing with when we first decided to do this podcast was, are we even going to call ourselves doctors? (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were like, no, we didn't earn these. Yes. We're going to use these names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that that's the form that we're coming to the listener is from our therapeutic selves and mixed in with, you know, the personal stuff a little bit. <laughs> but, um, you know, I know I go through life sometimes and I'm like, I don't even tell people half the time that I'm doctors. Number one, because I don't don't ask me no psychological questions and you're not going to pay me. Mm-hmm. But the other part of that is, mm I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I don't need everybody knowing that information. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a time and a place for it. I can, I can definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. So some of the behavior characteristics of the submissive communication style is similar to passive as well. You okay. know, they avoid confrontation, uh, finding difficulty in taking responsibility, feeling like a victim mm-hmm. and refusing compliments. That was one of the mm-hmm. things that I didn't say Ooh, about passive. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That is a good one. Cause that is, common mm-hmm. in uh therapy sessions people that cannot receive a compliment mm-hmm. it, like they skin about to just run off away from mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so let me ask you to a question uh-huh. then does it do you all still cringe or do y'all cringe did y'all cringe i don't know when people gave y'all compliments i'm gonna be honest i think i still suffer with that i just make sure that my response is thank you or something of that nature um i i never realized that i played down myself so much um i'm you know i'm not the oldest and my siblings and i'm you know take care of business type of person so i was was like no it's good like i've always had that kind of energy and mentality so when people are telling me um a compliment like even when we came in dr strickland was like hey i like your braids y'all got some green braids my favorite color. <laughs> they are so cute and i was like i made sure i said thank you girl like i made sure i said mm-hmm. that because in on the inside i just like oh my mama did it mm-hmm. you know like there's no acknowledgement mm-hmm. <laughs> that a compliment was given so i had to say thank you girl and then i said i can say my mama did it mm-hmm. and then go from there but it it's it's a conscious yes mm-hmm. i have to work on it I think I was very similar. Um, I don't know if I ever, again, consciously was like, oh, that means I'm, you know, Mm -hmm. oh gosh. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I think I've done some stuff very similar to that. Like, oh, you know, just, oh, well, thanks, you know, Um, because I'm very quick to, so like if somebody compliments an outfit, oh girl, I got this for $4. Mm -hmm. You know, when, what does, yeah, Yeah. like it doesn't (laughs) really matter that that cost me four dollars but Mm -hmm. you know uh, because i even did it this weekend actually so i bought some new uh new pajamas this weekend Mm -hmm. and uh derek said something about him i was like oh yeah i got it on clearance Mm -hmm. and he was like hubby that's my i'm sorry (laughs) my husband's name is derek um and he was like okay (laughs) (laughs) he was like why did i need that information leave it to a man to be like i didn't need that okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I, so when you say that i'm like dang like you know mm-hmm. there was really no reason for me to add that extra bit of information mm-hmm. like i could have just you know taken the that he noticed mm-hmm. you know like oh you got some new pajamas mm-hmm. um just and, trying to love on you right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah trying to rub <laughs> on you no. <laughs> <laughs> but i do i think i do that you know, I th- I still do. And even with the doctor thing, it was when we opened Balance Beacon, it took a long time for me to feel comfortable saying that we owned a private practice. Mm-hmm. I remember you like telling it would, me that. It yeah. would, 
like it was almost like it couldn't even fall out of my mouth (laughs) um because i just didn't know if it i don't know if i felt like i didn't deserve it or i didn't work Mm. hard for it or um i don't know what it was you know i probably need to really do some self-reflecting on that but it took probably a good at least year or year and a half before i felt comfortable Mm -hmm. when somebody asked me yeah you know i think we're still in a era of rebuilding as black community Mm -hmm. and ownership Mm -hmm. is a huge area that we have to constantly work on so i could see how that is a struggle because you know i have a business too and i still am like oh that is mine i own that okay let me get my life together Mm -hmm. but it's it's because we are taught we are not taught let me rephrase that that we can own things as black people mm-hmm. you know us growing up in the 80s i'm just gonna say that <laughs> as i look across the table um she's trying, she trying to give me some passive aggressive shade <laughs> some passive shade <laughs> we really didn't see a whole bunch of like images that said that we could do things mm-hmm. and so us being in the generations that we are in, it's like, okay, we have to kind of knock down those things and we have to, even though we know we can go out and get it, Mm -hmm. um, technically your mind is still wired the old way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I would have to, I definitely agree with what you're saying and, and not to, uh, downgrade any, anyone's parenting styles or anything. But I, I remember my father, used to um tell me quite often you can do whatever you want to do and i expect for you to do whatever you want to do whatever it is that you have your mindset to do that's what i expect for you to do so do it and and the thing is that that has always stuck in my mind and i always knew that i didn't want to work for somebody for the rest of my life because i saw i mean we had this conversation before Mm -hmm. you know i i've seen how working so hard for someone else yeah can help benefit them but it don't benefit me mm-hmm. yeah you know so in my mind i'm like Mm-mm, no I'm, i don't mind other people making money because i still spend money some other in yeah. other places and stuff like that but i want to make my own money mm-hmm. i want to be in control of how much i'm gonna make when you know so so i'm saying all that to say that's why it never it was never an issue for me to say that we had our own business mm-hmm. because I was like, yep, we got it. We got our own place. We got our own practice. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know. Um, just a caveat into my own life. Mm-hmm. Um, I became an entrepreneur at like age 10. So my grandfather, um, he invested <laughs> into my candy store Mm -hmm. and um i was like 10 years old and he was like okay this is the amount of money you get and i think it was probably a hundred dollars and he was like i'm gonna give you a hundred dollars we're gonna go to sam's and we're gonna buy a whole bunch of bulk items figure out what things you feel that the community would like and you get a few in each category and so i remember being super young and my grandfather teaching me entrepreneur okay did you pay yourself this week 
like mm-hmm. I'm 10. Mm-hmm. What, I'm like, what that, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what, what do you want your first big purchase to be like a reward? And I'm like, I want to get a double stuffed cheese pizza. That tell, <laughs> just tell you how long ago this was. Cause Not they had just, they had just came pizza. out, you know? Ah, okay. Um, so I remember that and I have kind of always taken though that experience and macro model, my other businesses and financial things after that, because he kind of laid the, the, the groundwork for Mm -hmm. me to be able to think, okay, you don't have to stay in the nine to five if you don't want to. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that you can't, it's just like you get to make a choice. Mm -hmm. You don't have Mm -hmm. to be there. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So, back to submissives. Yeah, we didn't went all over the place, y'all. <laughs> but y'all know y'all love it, so yeah, y'all like when y'all when we do our little tangents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, at the end of the day, people on the receiving end of a submissive communicator, they become frustrated, mm-hmm. and others they resent that low energy surrounding the submissive person. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's very similar to passive. Okay, all right, okay. Well, let's get off into our favorite one. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Aggressive people. Yeah. So the aggressive communicators, they are easily frustrated, tend to speak in a loud or overbearing way, unwilling to compromise. Oh, stop talking about me. (laughs) (laughs) Use of criticism, humiliation, and domination. Frequently interrupts or does not listen. Disrespectful towards others. Y'all, this one like tears my nerves up because because of that humiliation component. I do not mm-hmm. like to be humiliated in any type of way. I'm like, you didn't have to talk to me like that, and I'm gonna have to knock your teeth out. Like, it's <laughs> not good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. This 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 is uh. Well, see, okay. So I think y'all have to uh, understand where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> She's from the mean streets of Memphis. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so I'm from Memphis, and not that I grew up in the hood or anything like that, but, you know, when you grow up in Memphis, you got to have some backbone on you. Tennessee mm. different, y'all. Both of our families originate, mm-hmm. this is Dr. Wall and Dr. Jones, mm-hmm. both of our families originate <laughs> from Tennessee, so it's a different different lifestyle yeah. there. Yeah, like you'll get punked for real. <laughs> you think you're walking around them streets <laughs> passive, you know, and you just, and, and granted, like, I've, oh God, God, I've come a long way. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> I have come a long way. Um, it, because when I first moved to North Carolina, I mean, like, that was the first time I had ever been out of Memphis. I moved to North Carolina. I didn't, I didn't trust nobody. I wanted, you was tearing I, people up. I thought I was going to have to fight everybody. Like, mm. oh God, it, it was I got friends though. I don't know how, but I did. <laughs> I got past it. Yeah, I guess. And then I moved to Atlanta. Yeah, I don't know. Atlanta was different too, but whatever. And then I moved here. I think I I made my biggest changes when I moved here because when I moved here, I moved in with one of my girlfriends, and I'm gonna say her name because I think she'll be okay with that. Uh, Sherry. She helped me change a whole, like, cause she's past, well, used to be, she's not no more. She used to be <laughs> passive when I first moved. And I think we both learned from each other. Mm-hmm. She learned how to be more assertive and I learned how to be less aggressive mm-hmm. because it, it was, it was one of those situations where if I had to fight in church, I was going to be fighting you in church. That's how 
I believe bad Ooh, you it have was. come a long way. Yeah, I have come a long way. Wow. Let it go. Yes. Like Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, aggressive people are definitely difficult to deal with as well. Yeah. And the thing is, though, I don't think I was that type of aggressive person where I was just coming off aggressive. Like when I came in, I was like, shut up. And it's my <laughs> it's about me. Like I, yeah. I wasn't that person. Yeah. But if you got on the wrong side of me, oh, for sure. that's when it was that's yeah. when the aggression came out. Like mm-hmm. I didn't try to be assertive. I didn't try to communicate. Yeah. We was I was getting ready to punch you in your throat and you knew it. Mm, yeah. So that's when the aggression came out. Yeah. So. I guess I can, I can, that's how I communicated, but my everyday just, you know, chilling with me type of, it wasn't. No, yeah. Well, I think that's pretty true for most people. I think aggressive is a very self-centered and I'm not saying that in a negative way, but it's a lot of focus on self. So you really don't have the um, other awareness to see how you're coming across. And you have to make sure you have like people around you that are really going to hold you accountable. So you like not out there in the streets crazy. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's exactly what Sherry used to, point out to me like LaFanya you can't you can't say that <laughs> but calm, <laughs> calm down like, yes you <laughs> calm down <laughs> but you do like you like Dr. Wall was just saying you got to have people around you that are not uh afraid mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. call that kind of behavior out yeah and do it in a way that is receptive to that person right Mm-hmm. Which is why now, even now in my life, that's why I say you ladies help keep me calm and have helped me to learn how to be more assertive mm. as opposed to being aggressive when I communicate. Because mm-hmm. one, like I said earlier, it'll y'all allow me to say what I need to say in that aggressive mm-hmm. tone, humiliation, whatever. <laughs> and I can say it. And then after I'm finished, you, okay, you, you so all now, right? Can we get the other version now? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But I agree with you, Dr. Wall, about that lack of other awareness, mm-hmm. just kind of in a general sense, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, that it doesn't allow room for anybody else. That's true. Mm-hmm. Because their personality can overwhelm mm-hmm. the, the room. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that ends up leaving the other person to feel like, you know, bullied yeah. or mm-hmm. not heard. Um, and that that's just not going to be a good it's not going to be a healthy relationship because there'll be other people that go toe-to-toe and love that Mm -hmm. like you get two aggressive people together Mm -hmm. i mean that i mean they're gonna have fireworks but and it's so funny blow up some things because once (laughs) they get to their point of being more aggressive i'm the one that's able to be like now okay wait a minute it's it's so weird gotta have balance i think we've trained each other and and i think it's because we know that you off the cuff just gonna have that energy because that's just who you are Mm -hmm. and we have to be like okay 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 so we gonna let's change this word because you can't Mm -hmm. say that to her like Mm -hmm. that's not gonna go over well Mm -hmm. but you know that something is seriously wrong with us if mm-hmm. we have gotten to the level yep. of that. Like they, okay, you want to talk about it? And y'all, I'm notorious for being angry and crying at the same time. They have seen me on several occasions. <laughs> I don't know why. Blah 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 blah. And I, <laughs> like it is hilarious. Like I, how you this angry and crying at the same? I can see though, you know, <laughs> but. It's, it's funniness that go on in these offices. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, it's real funny. Cause I just, we just said that about uh, Dr. Strickland 
Wednesday, I believe, because mm. uh, we both are upset about a few things going on. And mm-hmm. uh, she kind of got to her tipping point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, so it's, it's, y'all know it's a different day when <laughs> I'm the calm one and she's the uh, more aggressive. Well, I don't want to she wasn't aggressive, but angry, I, I guess. But I was ready. Yes. <laughs> As she speaks softly. I'm, I'm telling y'all, when y'all get a passive person getting ready to be aggressive, y'all need y'all need to hold us. Okay. Tightly and tell Batting us to down sit the down. hatches, as they say. Because that's that blackout level of anger typically. Yep. And it is not a healthy place to go to. Yeah. It is not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we that the good thing is we got a telephone to call Dr. Wall <laughs> and we got a car ride, a 40, 40, 45 minute car ride to, to calm Dr. Strickland down. <laughs> Amen. Yes. And I, and in the same for me to vent. You know, one thing that I kind of wanted to key in on was that part where you talked about criticism, mm-hmm. um, that the aggressive person tends to be very critical. Um, Cause I think sometimes that can be seen you know, people think that they're being real. Mm. Lies. Right. Real lies. You know, they yeah. think they're being real. Yeah. Um, or you're they're giving you the the honest truth or, <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm just being um I'm just blunt. You know, I'm you're just, just being, being sensitive. Uh-huh. That no, you're being rude. Thank you, because I was going to say something else. I was going to say you <laughs> no. being an a-hole. I was. <laughs> I really do be censoring myself. Y'all got to be proud of me. <laughs> um, you know, you're being uh, a, a donkey behind, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't think that that gets looked at a whole lot. And especially in the black culture. Mm-hmm. like Because we pride ourselves on being real. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're not going to keep talking to me the way you're talking to me. Mm-hmm. Like me being the, the sensitive person that I am, I don't I don't take that well because I can read the energy as it's like rising up in the person. Like, oh, this person done lost their whole mind. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to mm-hmm. <laughs> snatch it back in where it <laughs> needs to go. But it's just not, it's not healthy. I had somebody recently, we're not going to say this person's name, um, go tell me that they're not going to cherry pick their words. I said, well, first of all, you're using that wrong. What you meant to say was nitpicking. I didn't say that. <laughs> I, I, I kept it on the inside because I was like, this is not the time to be a smart aleck. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you don't get to talk to people that you choosing any kind of way. Yeah. Because if yeah. you feel a need to talk to them that way, why you got them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, why do you got to take it up to that level? If I'm um, a sensitive loving empath type of person why would you ever feel the need to talk to me crazy yeah right because you hurting me and you hurt me in one of my love languages it's just too much <laughs> mm. yeah that's true so true <laughs> <laughs> oh lord but a behavior b- behavioral behavioral characteristic mm-hmm. of a aggressive communicator is being abrasive yes mm-hmm. demanding abrasive explosive unpredictable condescending con- condescend intimidating and bullying now, if you want to get under my skin, mm. be condescending. Mm. Like, Who are you talking to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a way for me to really, like, go left real quick. Yeah. Because, you know, we can speak to each other in a in a respectful way. Exactly. But if you give, you have this air of arrogance that I'm dumb, 
or that I don't understand what you're saying. Um, you know, Mm -hmm. that is something that really gets under my skin. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. Yeah. The same boat. Um, Dr. Jones, what were the subcategories for aggression? It was passive aggressive, Mm. which was uh, one, (laughs) which was one of the ones you said you definitely don't, and myself too, definitely don't like, um, Go ahead. No, I was saying like how uh, <laughs> Misha Leigh has said, nasty. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Nice, nasty. Mm-hmm. Nice, nasty. Yeah. That tear my nerves up. Just yeah. be mean. Yeah. Okay, give me be one, one of the other. Yeah. <laughs> be one or the other. Yeah. So a, a passive aggressive communicator, they act out their anger in indirect ways. <laughs> they usually feel powerless and resentful. Mm. So that's when I guess that behavior come, come out. Yeah. So in their, their behavior characteristics, they are sarcastic and devious. Mm-hmm. This passive aggressive always puts me in the mind of like roommates. Mm. So then like, what, let's say one roommate um, don't wash the dishes or don't clean up something. So mm-hmm. then the other roommate like leaves a sticky note and says, <laughs> <laughs> you know, something real, real slick. Like it would really be nice if you would, you know, clean up behind yourself or they leave like a, uh, a a picture up or something of like a clean kitchen or something. You know, it's not. You know, it always puts me in the mind of yeah. you know how roommates have these weird things or like, um, those are my Oreos. I mean, I know you would really like to have some, but <laughs> I bought those, mm-hmm. and it just it, it's this weird like, okay, just like just you said earlier, it. just say what you want to say. Mm-hmm. And and because they're the people end up on the receiving end of that end up confused, mm-hmm. like you were leading to angry, hurt and resentful for my couples. Mm. This happens a lot with like subliminal posts on mm. uh, social mm. media. Yes. Ain't never lie. You know, this whole meme culture thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're having a problem in your relationship, all of a sudden you start posting these really funny, like very similar types of, well, have you ever been with somebody that don't you know, wash the dishes? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'll just be something real random, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, it, I just find it funny how. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, the person is going to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to be hot. And then it's just going to start a whole problem. Mm-hmm. Instead of you just talking about it, communicating. And saying what needs to be Use said. Use your mm-hmm. words. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> but yeah, the passive aggressive person. Ooh, man. Mm-hmm. That's, it's really difficult because you're stuck between this, you know, how with the passive person, you're like, ah, oh, come on already. Mm-hmm. But the aggressive person, you're like, well, slow down a little bit. You know, it mm-hmm. keeps you in this weird dynamic of you don't know how to respond. And it takes you a while, like you were saying, Dr. Jones, with confusion. It takes you a minute to kind of realize what's actually going on mm-hmm. and that the person is being um, passive aggressive, like the backhanded compliment. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that looked real cute on you. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, hold on. What you mean? Mm-hmm. That looked real cute on me. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I wouldn't wear it, but, you know, it looked good on you. Mm-hmm. Well, don't say nothing to but me then. Right. Stop talking to me. You know, that that is an example of, you know, <laughs> passive aggressiveness. Yes. Oh, I'm working yeah, on yeah. myself. Yeah, I'm working on myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. 
And then I get, uh, did you have more to add to passive aggressive, Mm-mm. Dr. Wall? You can go on to the next. So. Okay. Uh, so we doing aggressive style? Or did we? Yeah. Okay. We're, we're doing, uh, I think you said the next one was manipulation. Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure if we were ready for that one. Okay. So the manip- manipulative communicator <laughs> cannot say that fast. This style is uh, scheming and calculating. These mm-hmm. individuals are good at influencing or controlling others to their own advantage. Now, there are other definitions for these, but I feel these were two that I thought were mm-hmm. were the main characters. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, let's talk about these two. Because mm-hmm. I think when people when people are aggressive, they don't think about manipulative being a part of it. Yeah. I think people default to yelling, screaming. You know, that mm-hmm. when they think of aggressive communication in your face, mm-hmm. you know, the almost, occasional sarcasm, but mm-hmm. not like the full blown, I'm out here. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you definitely have to watch out for. And I always tell people who um, are in a relationship with someone who has this communication style because they don't they tend to not under, understand what that feels like. And so I tell them, like, if you've ever gone to a uh, a car lot to buy a car and the salesman is aggressive and you feel like you're backed into a corner that's what it feels like mm, that's a good description accurate yeah so some of their uh, manipulative i mean some of their behavior characteristics is their cunning uh controlling of others in ways like for example um sulking uh asking indirectly for their needs to be met mm. And they're very self-centered. Sorry, guys. I just hit the mic. Um, and the people around them, uh, they f- feel guilty. for And and that one right there, you can kind of uh, have that mindset or picture of addiction. Mm-hmm. Because the family members of addicts tend to feel guilty when they confront the addict. Because yeah, they've sense. been manipulated. Mm-hmm. Well, it put me in the mind of gaslighting. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's a very manipulative slash aggressive style Mm -hmm. of communicating with a person that you are essentially trying to make this person believe that what's in their head is not true Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or that they're being irrational or, you know, excessive in some way. Yeah. No, that exactly. And then the people get frustrated, angry and annoyed at them. Mm -hmm. I feel you. I can't do the manipulation. Yeah. That now, if y'all want to see me be aggressive, (laughs) (laughs) manipulate you. (laughs) That's one right there that will immediately, that, that, uh, uh, that's not what we're going to do, sweetie. No. Mm -hmm, And and I'm, then that's the condescending. All of that's coming out. (laughs) Cause it, I mean, it, it makes you feel so many different things. You have betrayal in there because like, why would you treat me this way? You Mm -hmm. have anger, you have disrespect. Like it's just so many things that go on. Like Mm -hmm. disappointment. Mm -hmm. And disbelief. Cause I'm like, you really think I don't know what you're doing? It's so unnecessary. Right. It is just use your words and talk to me. Like you don't know you wanted this. Then you don't need to be in any type of relationship with anybody. Right. And this is all, not just romantic relationships, listeners. This is like all. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. But I think that that's something that's promoted very heavily in our society, Mm -hmm. specifically in American society, is being loud and boisterous. Mm -hmm. 
you know, that the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Mm-hmm. So if I'm the biggest, baddest squeaky wheel, then you're going to pay attention to me. And, you know, we don't respect people that are more mild mannered and um, meek because even assertive people uh, unintentionally sometimes get labeled as aggressive. That's, That's true. true. That is very true. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be using all the nice words. You could be set, being very respectful and, you know, getting your needs out. And but the person will still take it as if you're, you know, being a butthole mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or in um, relationships. What I've heard a lot is, oh, you're just high maintenance. <sighs> mm. Or you just don't need to talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. You don't fit. I don't fit with you. You don't fit with me. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't. St- you know, y'all should see my face right now because I, I, I have the. I feel like I have the face of disgusted because I can't stand. <laughs> you do okay because I can't stand when people say make that comment of being you just high maintenance. I what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then I'm. Now, high I don't want to do the work. Right yeah. now, imagine somebody saying that to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're too high maintenance, man. At the end of the yeah. day, I'm probably the least high maintenance of the whole office. Your <laughs> expectations are just too high. Right. Oh, I'd be like, well, like okay. you want it, you want too much. I know. <laughs> Being but nice is hard, y'all. It is. <laughs> but Idiot. You, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the passive aggressive person and the manipulative person, those are two, you know, they'll make you want to pull your hair out. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, again, it goes, it puts, again, it puts me in the mind of gaslighting. It makes the other person question themselves mm-hmm. to a point of disbelief. Yeah. You know that, well, do I want what I say I want is what I'm asking for too much. Am I being, you know, mean or rude or whatever it is, you know, it, it, and it, we talked about victimization. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. again, the aggressive person, when they put those things out on the other individual, it keeps them from having to be responsible for Mm -hmm. caretaking Mm -hmm. the needs of the people around them. Yep. Yeah. And it, and then it leaves the person, the, I guess the passive person, um, declining in their self-worth esteem and confidence because Mm -hmm. now I don't trust Mm -hmm. myself. I don't trust that I want what I want, that mm-hmm. I think what I think, that I feel what I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that that keeps a person passive. Yeah. And it forces us the the person to now only deal with the aggressive person's feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. again, the bigger the squeaky wheel gets the grease. So the more I put myself out there, then my feelings are the only ones that actually get addressed. And now I feel better and okay. And then we just move on. Mm-hmm. But the situation is never actually fully resolved or taken care of because the other person on the other end is left out in the cold. And see, that's one of the things that I can say about all three of us, actually, because um, Dr. Strickland and I, this is Dr. Jones and I, we've had not many, but we've had some disagreements and I know for her, like, I'll go ahead and say what I feel and think and all of that, you know, and it is what it is. And she'll mm-hmm. say, okay, all right. That, so tell me why you feel that way, blah, blah, blah. Tell her. And so I know I have to give her space. But when we give her space, I try to make sure she don't forget she's got to 
you to mm-hmm. come tell me because I don't want her feelings and her thoughts to be forgotten and mm-hmm. her to feel like she can't come to me to tell me about because yeah. I know again like I said earlier my personality is out there <laughs> <laughs> so and because of her personality of course I, I definitely respect her. She respect me. And I want, I want it to stay that way. Yeah. Uh, we want it to stay, not just me. We want it to stay that way. Mm-hmm. And so we try to make sure that doesn't, that dynamic that she just described does not happen in our relationship. And it's in, in the same thing with Dr. Wall yeah. and, and Dr. Wall and all of us, not just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cause they ask me all the time. You sure? D-? Yes. I will tell y'all if I got a problem, mm-hmm. I ain't got no problem with talking. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, communication, jeez. Yeah. So then let's talk about healthy communication, you know, real quick, since we talked about all these unhealthy ways of communicating. So what is the assertive person? Okay. So some of their characteristics are listens without interruption. And this is not to say when you with your girlfriend and y'all just get excited and y'all be talking over each other. That's not what we're saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're saying that exactly. you allow other people to get their views and their thoughts out. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly states needs and wants willing to compromise, stands up for own rights, confident tone and body language, good eye contact. Now, the good eye contact, I always tell my clients, be mindful of the person's culture because culturally that may not be acceptable. Like in some native indigenous people cultures, you do not stare people in their eyes because it's disrespectful or Mm -hmm. some Asian culture. So, you know, some of those you have to tweak. And you have to be mindful of the age differences and the culture because mm-hmm. and, and I, I'm glad you mentioned it because I remember when I was working on my master's degree and we had to we were working on counseling skills and two people had to sit across from each other. And this particular set of people, one was an older white, uh, older black gentleman and the other was a white woman and he never looked her in the eyes. And when, so when it was time for them to do their thing, they did their thing. And then the uh, professor wanted feedback. Mm -hmm. And so the white woman was like, well, my classmate, white woman, she said, well, he never looked me in my eyes. And the professor brought, brought that to her attention. Well, you have to remember his age and where he was brought in the, in the era he was brought up in. Mm -hmm. He, he wasn't allowed to look at white women. And so she was like, oh, and so it, it got her. Yeah. You know, so you have to be mindful of that as well. You got mm-hmm. to know your audience. Mm-hmm. Oh, I said that earlier this week <laughs> to a client. You don't, you're not looking at your audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think another one of the things with assertive communication that's important is that the person who's communicating assertively is looking at both parties' needs. Mm-hmm. not saying that either one of them is more important, but it's like an awareness. Okay. This is how this person likes to move. This is what this person likes. I know what I like. I know how I like to move. And then we kind of figure out how we mesh that together. Mm-hmm. But you know, the unhealthiness of this world, assertive communication style is the least used mm-hmm. communication style. Mm-hmm. And that's so unfortunate because it's, a, I mean, it's the healthiest one. Yeah. But people default to one of the other three, mm-hmm. you know, that we talked about. And I don't know if it's because we, I mean, obviously, like, like I just said, you know, I'm from Memphis. So you have to kind of adapt to your environment mm-hmm. so that you won't continue to feel beat up on emotionally mm-hmm. and mentally. Yeah. yeah, Swallowed by it. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, it's, 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 it's difficult 
to operate in assertive communication. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, and it's difficult to stay there because the people around you are not necessarily assertive communicators. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking a little bit earlier about, you know, the passive person, you know, you may be assertive, but because this person is so tied to being a passive communicator that it then flips you over into either to being uh, aggressive Mm -hmm. because you just, you know, I've used all of the techniques that I know how to use to speak to you in a way that in any other sense of the word would open you up to feeling comfortable and safe to say whatever it is that's um, bothering you, Mm -hmm. but that's not working. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, I do this with my, I talk about this with my dog and I know we're not talking about animals, but I've said this to my husband before. Like when I say something very gentle and sweet to my dog, like, okay, like don't sit there or sit or whatever. Like he doesn't respond when I'm giving him like the sweet, gentle (laughs) version. But then the second I'm like, sit yo, you know, blah, 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 (laughs) blah. He responds, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, well, and I think that happens a lot in, human interaction Mm -hmm. you know you present something to a person in a very calm cool collected way very open very engaging and then the other person doesn't reciprocate that and they either reciprocate with you either passively or aggressively so then you have to go to whatever the next level is and then you just have a breakdown from there yeah and I think that goes back to the episode we talked about boundaries because you have to know that okay I'm reaching uh, area of one of my ba- the end of one of my boundaries so I need to figure out what my choices are and a lot of times it needs to be just gone walk away because yeah. it's, it's too much happening and you ain't got time to be you know coming out of pocket wasting energy y'all know I'm notorious or I, I don't feel like doing something I'm not doing it mm-hmm. I, in my spirit my spirit said no so I think that's something that we have to be mindful of as well uh well what I would like for you guys to do in turns is, you know, if you could give us examples of times where you've had situations where you've communicated and it either went well or it went totally to the left, you know, now that you've learned a little bit more about what the different types of communication, like what have you noticed in some of your past interactions and what would you do differently? You know, how would you, respond now knowing like oh man that was passive of me you know I wasn't really communicating my needs or my wants or like oh I went way over the top with that you know what would you do with a situation um like you know similarly now yeah I like that all right so get on our Facebook page Instagram or write us a review on this episode you know just kind of outlining uh what you might do So to end out our session, as we've recently been doing, I have a quote from Tony Robbins. It reads, communication is power. Those who have mastered its effective use can change their own experience of the world and the world's experience of them. All behavior and feelings find their original roots in some form of communication. So, okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, 
We are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.